Hello, everybody. Welcome to Between the Scares, a podcast that is taking a look at every movie that Blumhouse Productions uh, is making, for better or for worse. I am your host, Jason Soto, and I am joined by my great pal, Lisa Leahy, who is distracted by her phone. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now. We can't have that in class, Lisa. Can't have oh, that no. in class. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. It's uh, Wednesday. It's two yep. more days of school for the weekend and oh. then short week next week. So uh, just okay. just trying to get there. And, you know, it's one of those things where I've learned not to wish time away. But good God, I'm wishing time away right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to restrict myself to wishing one day away at a time, though. So gotcha. You know, I got to keep it manageable. Well, this is the uh, last episode of Between the Scares of the of the year. Uh, we're wow. gonna take a break after this. I think uh, that's fair. I and think we were it. talking before the show. This is our fourteenth episode. That's insane. Uh, yeah, it's 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 uh it certainly doesn't feel like it. It certainly no. does not feel like fourteen of these has has gone by. But yeah, we've 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 been we've been plugging along. So. Uh, all right. So today, uh, <laughs> we got He's already laughing. We got a movie for you, boy. Oh boy, oh, I guess we do. Boy, oh boy, and it's it's one of uh, it's one of Lisa's favorite genres of movies. Dumb ass shit comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you seem to be covering a lot of these lately on various oh. podcasts. So my goodness. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go ahead and start taking a look at 2012's The Baby Makers. So? So. Three years. I know, right? Well? I'm totally ready. You're ready to be a dad. Why isn't this working, Tommy? Something's wrong. I read on the internet that guys are totally faking it nowadays. It's like a trend or something. Your mind does not fake it. Nobody likes a gloater, honey. I'm afraid your sperm count is too low. This is a normal sample, and this is your sample. They look drunk. How can we tell that it's not? Well, I've already examined Audrey. She has, in my opinion, two of the pinkest, plumpest, and most beautiful ovaries I've ever seen. Are you hitting on my wife? I'm shooting good stuff, and I know this for a fact. When I decided to ask Audrey to marry me, I couldn't afford a decent ring, so I donated sperm. Now, they wouldn't very well pay me good money for bad sperm. You know, why not just go down there and see if they have any for us to use? Yeah, what do you know? We have one batch left. Yeah! Whoops, I'm sorry. Looks like we already sold it. Whatever it is they're paying you, I'll give you double right now. This isn't eBay, sir. We don't get into bidding wars over sperm. When they said that you couldn't have your sperm back, they robbed you of your future. And you have every right to steal it back. Are you talking about robbing a sperm bank? A double right, you bet I am. No, that's crazy. Crazy? Or brilliant? Crazy. But brilliantly crazy. No, just crazy, crazy. I know just the guy who can help us. Former bad man for the Indian Mafia. So here is the plan. This is the sperm bank. This is the barbershop right next door. Sorry. But wouldn't it make more sense if we made the comb the barbershop and the cream the sperm bank? I'm just saying. She never cries. I've heard that about those babies. But I heard they're also really musical. Well, I already got her a violin. She doesn't even have fingers yet. What's her name? We wanted to name her something Chinese, but also, you know, American. So we went with Jackie Chan. Cool off! Everybody cool off! 
what we'd like to do is offer you our sperm. What? People helping people, right? Or not, whatever. Stop smoking that stuff. It's making you paranoid, you douche. Dude, it's for my glaucoma. Do you really have glaucoma? Early stages. <sighs> so, uh, how familiar are you with the Broken Lizard guys, Lisa? I, kn I know they exist. Um, I Somebody watched Super Troopers while I was in the room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was reading a book instead because it was atrocious. Um, wow. Okay. Right. Did it? I'm trying to think of what else they've done. So <laughs> because... yeah, they've done uh, Super Troopers, as you said. Um, yeah. They did. Uh, they did like a like a horror comedy called Club Dread. It was a slasher, like a like, kind of like a take. I can't remember if I saw that. So wait a minute, I have to look it up and see if I saw that because um... it's probably. That would be the one, obviously, most likely for me to have. Yeah, I would say out of all of them, I see you probably watching that one because it's kind of like their take time. on a slasher horror movie, but it's still a comedy. Oh, no. Um, no, I did not watch this. I remember it coming out. Um, no, I took one look at this and went absolutely not. Well, you should give it a go. It's still a horror no. movie. It's no. still, still a no. horror movie. I don't like – see, in, in the fact that it starts off as comedy – on the, the genre listing, no. <clears throat> I don't care for Shaun of the Dead. Like, I don't oh, like... Wow. I know. You're, I, I you're an interesting breed of person. <laughs> I really am. I just... It is what it is, but I don't... Comedy is so weird for me. It just doesn't click more often than not. Um, mm. I have an odd sense of humor, and I know that. I don't blame... I don't look at this and go, oh, you know, all of the movies suck. It's their fault. No, I know it's me. <laughs> um, you know, people like what they like. This is not what I like. <laughs> All right, fair. Well, I asked about the broken lizard because this stars three of the five broken lizard, uh, and it is directed by um, the uh, one of the guys um, who appears in the movie has uh, yes. Ron John. Uh, I can never say the dude's name. He's got a very uh, long last name. Um, but he's uh, he's a prolific director. He actually has done other stuff too. Um, he's I know he's done some TV shows. He's done like The Office and some other things. Uh, Does the Goldbergs? Yeah. Um, That's but yeah. Pretty cool. So he's a, yeah Girl. he's a, he's a pretty prolific director. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this very much is like a it's basically a broken lizard movie without it being a broken <laughs> lizard movie uh it's got that it's like it's like it's like it got that style of comedy but then it's like weakened a little bit it's kind of hard to explain um now for you it probably all felt the same because I was gonna say, all, i'll take i'll take your word for that it it all probably feels the same to you but this is like a this is kind of like if whoever wrote for like the man show back in like the late nineties oh made a movie. Man that's basically, show. that's basically <laughs> what this is. Yeah. Oh it has like that humor to it. You know, it is, it's a very, you know, refined humor. You have to kind of, you kind of have to be into that humor. This is not um, refined. And, um, nice try. 
so the plot, as you probably heard in the trailer, actually the trailer spills it out very, very, very bluntly what the plot is about. Uh, you know, I'd actually argue that it puts a little bit too much on the second half of the movie, but go ahead. Um, it focuses on this married couple, um, one of whom the, uh, is uh, played by Olivia Munn, who uh, people may Should know. know better. Uh, <laughs> um, she was uh, she was on the uh, tech of the show um, back when G four was a thing. If anyone remembers G four, it was a oh it was a net was a network. Wasn't that Spike? It became Spike at yeah. some point. Yeah. Look at me knowing things. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Anyway, she's really hot. Like she was like one of the hot women on the show, and she got. You know, famous. She showed up in some other movies. Um, and because she's a smart ass, and like people, you know, uh, guys like hot women who are smart asses. Exactly. Um, and uh, right now, she's kind of known for being a homewrecker because she may or may not have broke up John Mulaney's marriage. Is this a new thing? <laughs> this, this happened like a couple of months ago. Get out. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, yeah. she. So John Mulaney was married to another woman. I don't know what her name is. I'm sorry. She wasn't super famous. Um, but then like a few months back, John Mulaney suddenly announced, like he announced a lot of things. Like first he was like, I was addicted to drugs. I went into rehab. He divorced his wife and then started dating Olivia Munn. And then they announced that they're pregnant, that Olivia Munn is oh. pregnant with John Mulaney's baby. Yeah. Like a whole oh. bunch of shit happened like all at once. It's it's wild. Um. So anyway, back to the movie. I keep getting off track. Now, I see now, that you know, never happens with us. <laughs> I think it's you because I I, listen, I agree. <laughs> I listen to your other. I listen to the simplest, and that happens to you quite often. I think it's all the I'm, time. I'm gonna blame you. Okay, so the married couple, uh, you know, it's uh, uh Olivia Munn and then this other guy, and um, both of whom name? were on the newsroom. Really? Yes. Olivia Munn was on the newsroom. She was a regular. Oh. And um, this other gentleman who, yeah, whose name I've forgotten. Paul because Schneider. I, thank you. Um, came on, I want to say, in season two because he was a potential love interest for another character. Oh. Okay. And P.S., you should watch the newsroom because it is brilliant. Okay. And it's only three seasons because, God damn it, they canceled it too soon. Uh well anyway Paul Schneider and Olivia Munn is Tommy and Audrey Macklin they are a married couple and they've been married for about three years I think they said um yes it's the third third they, third year anniversary dinner they decide to have a child they decide to, to go to have a child together um and then uh through a lot of trial and tribulations they discover that they cannot get pregnant um. And uh, Tommy confesses to his friends um, that he knows for a fact his sperm is okay because a few years ago, uh, to get enough money to buy an engagement ring for Audrey, um, he donated like sperm for like a year straight <laughs> uh, and got a lot of money doing that. Um, which is making me question my life decisions because if you, you're going to get $80 each time you do that 
holy shit like i could be making some i'm going bank. to refrain from comment i'm i could be making some bank right now anyway i will <laughs> i will i will stop there that's where that's where my comment begins and ends um so he he discovers that he is indeed run dry um in the in the sperm <laughs> by the way the word sperm is like said like a thousand times in this movie if you make a drinking game about it you'll be like dead and that's <laughs> not even the worst part oh no yeah though well okay this is most i'm just gonna say right now this is most definitely not a woke movie if you will this is like the opposite like this is well, kind of yeah, what consider your source. I mean, this is what these like are not people who are looking to be politically correct. Yeah, this like you know yeah. There, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in this movie. So anyway, I'm trying to get to the plot. So th- they're trying to get a baby. He donated a bunch of sperm back in the day, um, and then he realizes he can't do it. So then he tries to get his sperm back. The sperm bank says no. We can't just we can't give it to you. Or we uh, gave all of your samples to everybody. There's one left, and it's going to a married couple. We'll get to the married couple in a minute. And then uh, he and his dumbass friends decide to go rob the sperm bank to get the last bit of sperm back from uh, that. You know, one yeah, his last thing of sperm. That's basically that's 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 more or less the plot of the movie. That's basically what happens. Pretty much. Uh, everything that happens in between is just like one offensive ride to the next. Uh, and I, I'm going to say right now, I was not offended. I don't get offended easily. I still just didn't find a lot of it funny. I know you it's didn't. Not. I know you didn't. I, I already know you didn't. <laughs> um, I, I I messaged I was eight minutes into the movie and I messaged you and I said you are gonna hate this I already know yes. um the point that I messaged you uh was when the one guy uh pulled out the pictures of his yeah. girlfriend yeah and started sharing At them the with bar. the guys yeah and that was the moment where I paused it and I was like. Lisa's going to hate this movie. As a matter of fact, (laughs) that didn't even register on my radar. Oh, okay. That moment. I mean, that moment is, you know, he's the, he's the slimy best friend. So of course the slimy best friend and, and, and we're going to go here. You know, he's not the skinny best friend. No. Um, The slimy best friend who's got a hot girlfriend is absolutely going to take naked pictures and show everyone. Hey, look, I have the hot girlfriend. Honestly, that character trope went right past me. It didn't even phase me. Um, I'm trying to think of when I got to a, I start, I didn't text you through the bulk of the movie there was a point where i did start and i'm yeah. like all right now i can't resist and i have to say something <laughs> yeah no, um yeah and then very shortly after i did i actually laughed at something and <laughs> i was like okay damn it <laughs> i'm i'm gonna admit there were some there, there was I, I was like a roller coaster with this because i was like this is kind of stupid and then some funny something funny did happen i laughed and then a lot of more stupid things happen, and then I laughed again. So, you know, it, it wasn't completely, you know, I didn't completely, you know, not enjoy the movie, but... Um, but it's th- just cringy humor. Well, 
Okay, here's the first thing that I couldn't get over was just how terrible everybody was acting wise. Like it felt like Oh yes. It felt like for some reason everybody just got the script like the day before and they didn't have time to learn their lines. So like everyone had this weird wooden style of acting and absolutely it was like they had a hard time getting their lines out and olivia munn was like was one of those was like one of the worst ones she was not i mean i feel like somebody begged her to do it and she's like okay i'll just do this you know oh my god she was atrocious in this yeah like she was not like clearly it was so this 20 this is 2012 and this was made and released um so this was kind of at the height of her popularity of uh on the attack of the show where she was known as the hot chick on the tv show so clearly that's how she was cast like they just cast her because she was hot and you know there's few scenes where she's she's naked but you don't really see anything unless you look really close um, there was a couple of times you kind of can see something, but it goes really quickly. You have to like, I didn't do this. I promise I didn't do this, but you have to slow the film down, you know, incredibly to see anything right, from her. To even get any kind of glimpse. Um, but, uh, or she was like near naked a few times. There were times mm-hmm. where she just had like a shirt, but it was open. So, you know, there's a lot of scenes where that was happening. Um, almost every other woman that popped up was topless or naked in some way or form and like you know most like sex comedies or you know raunchy comedies there's like nudity but like you know it'll happen once in a while there was like almost non-stop like actually uh, nudity for like most of this and like three or four times it came from that girl in the pictures mm-hmm. like it, they just kept showing the same you know woman uh, who I by the way I need to look up because I swear that's um Heather Graham in a weird cameo, but no that I wasn't Heather I Graham. can't prove it. It that looked wasn't it Heather looked Graham. it looked exactly like her though. That's the I weird thing. disagree, but if I am but wrong, I don't, I'm willing to be I'm wrong. I'm trying to remember what the hell her name was because they kept that's something they kept saying her name, but I I kept forgetting. Uh, hang on, I'll uh, Tanya wasn't it? There you go. That does that sound right. Yeah, okay. Uh, let me see if she's credited in here. Well, she shows up at the end, so yeah. But see, I'm not seeing it. No, she's not. She's not credited. Oh, this poor darling, this poor darling girl. Um, she yes, she is Helena Matson. She's there. Oh, I don't see that at all. But okay, whatever. Uh, well, it's midway down the list. Um. Oh, there it is. Okay. Wow. That really blended in. Okay. So that is not, it, it just looked like Heather Graham for a minute. I mean, I was, she's got, she's got that similar, like big eyed blonde kind of thing. Cause I like, um, I like looked and I was like, is that Heather Graham? Okay. It's not. All right. Um, yeah. So, uh, to get back to the, the strange humor, one of the strangest scenes that I think that's going to make, people from 2021 cringe probably the most was the gay married couple oh my god yes uh (laughs) but you know what that i almost feel like uh, i explained that away by it's like you know 
crass, I mean, if they want to make generalizations, I'm going to make them back. Crass, white, frat boy, humorists, that's what gay people are to them. You know, like they're going to give them shallow ideas. They're just going to be like this quick little thing. And oh, by the way, he wants to fuck you in the ass. Like, I was just kind of like, are you kidding? It was just so weird. Like, oh, gay, gay guys, when they're in a marriage, it's an open marriage. Don't worry about him. I still want to cheat with you. Like, give me a break. It was, you know what? It's not offensive because none of this is taken seriously. Like you look at this movie and under no circumstances is anybody going to be offended by it because nobody's actually watching it. <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> I guess. Um, but I it was, it was, it was like so, it. I mean, like, I felt like whoever made the movie's only an hour and a half. Like it's literally an hour and a half. Oh, it feels longer. And I felt like they just had like, the basic premise of a movie and didn't know how to stretch it to last. I now. agree. Because they're like, well, how funny would it be if we did a heist movie, but it's a sperm bank? Okay, yes. why are they robbing a sperm bank? Because a married couple wants to have a kid. Why are they trying to have a kid? Because the guy can't produce sperm anymore. Okay, that's about 25 minutes of a movie. What do we <laughs> do with the other 45 minutes? Well, let's just have a random scene where the guy goes to uh, the couple that's going to get his last bit of sperm, finds out it's a gay couple, come up and and the come up with the lamest excuse for why they're going to use his sperm instead of their own. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing wrong with their sperm. It's just one guy said that his family has, like, Alcoholism, alcoholism and ocd or whatever or adhd or what is something and then the other guy said that it was it was similar to the to it the would guy. look like him yeah i'm like what so um so they had to so they had to come up with this lame excuse of like well we're gonna use this guy's last sperm so then there's that and then one of the guys uh by the way who that guy he showed up in halloween kills he was the same <laughs> You're not gonna believe this, Lisa. You may not one realize of those guys this. Is the, is the gay couple was one of the gay? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it was the guy that uh, he was propositioned. John. Yeah, he was the one that propositioned uh, Tommy. <laughs> it's the same guy because when he came up, I'm like, wait. So does this guy just play a gay married guy in every Jason Blum movie? Like, what? Oh, <laughs> is my this God. A, is this an extended universe? Are we in an extended universe? <laughs> Right oh now. now now I'm now I'm looking this up. I did not make that connection. Because like I, I think I pointed this out there in Halloween Kills. I know who that guy is. He shows up in a TV show that I liked called Angie Tribeca. And every time I see him in something else, I'm like, that's the guy from Andy Tribeca. So no, that's I that's not him. The, what? Oh wait, unless it was the other guy. It's the other Hang guy. On. No, it's, it's not the Leslie. other. It's the other guy. Well, it's Leslie. Yes, it's Leslie. Hayes MacArthur. No, no yes. it's not him. Yes, yes, no. Lisa. I'm looking Lisa. at it, Jason. I'm. I I know who the guy is. <laughs> oh my god! Go I'm on sharing. IMDb and find it for me. Okay, I will. That will do you one better. The guy who plays there. there. Scroll down. Actor, nope, go back up, please. That's the actor listing. Show me where it says Halloween Kills, please. I swear this is, hang on. Now I'm confused. Oh, oh, okay. 
Hold up. Mm-hmm. Sorry, dude. Hold up. Something's not right. Want to get loud at me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's not him. Big John and Little John, it's Scott MacArthur. Oh, wow. They look so what's very similar. They look very yeah, similar. Yeah, he does kind of have a look. What's he from, though, that you would have known him from? That's weird. Yeah, it's a different guy. What? Okay, okay, all right. God, they, they look so fucking identical. What the hell? Oh, they got the same last name. They might be related. No, the other guy was like Hayes. Oh, Hayes MacArthur. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Maybe they are related. That could be where my confusion was. Okay, so I wasn't too far off. Okay. Yes, it is. They are related. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, see, I was like, I knew I wasn't going that crazy. All right. All right, I feel a little better. I feel a little better. They're brothers. I get it. Okay. Okay, all right. So I'm still wrong, but at least I understood where my confusion was. It's okay to was. be wrong. But I understood I mean, where my confusion bit, was. But... Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, but when I'm very passionate, I'm very sure about oh, something. It. I'm like, what are you talking about? I clearly. <laughs> I totally get it. I had a friend. Well, I was white in this thing, but I had a friend who argued with me, with me, about whether Ernie Hudson played Winston Zedmore what? in Ghostbusters 1 and 2. And I went, I'm not the person you want to push on this. And he kept fighting me on it. Now, this is the days before the internet and cell phones. So this was a big oh, man. pain in the ass to prove to oh, him. Oh man, wow. But uh, yeah, I was like, I am not the one you should be arguing with this about because I am so right, it's yeah. silly. Yep. And he's like, it's not the same guy. I'm like, I'm telling you, it's the same. But anyway. Well, um, that reminds me of uh, um, at work, uh, somebody asked me about Friday the 13th because it's one of my favorite horror movies. Right. And then um, I forget how it came up, but somehow it got mentioned that Jason was not the killer in the first movie. It was his mom. And then somebody I was like, no, nah, he was totally the killer in the first movie. Oh, good Lord. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's, it's his mom. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's a Friday the 13th movie. It's Jason. Jason's the killer. And I'm oh. like, we're talking about the original, not the remake, right? And he's like, yeah, the one from the 80s. Like, no, he's not. It's the mom. The mom is the killer. <laughs> so we had to argue like 20 minutes. And I'm like, dude, you do not want to do this with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to lose. You are going to lose spectacularly. I can yep. quote that movie right now for you. <laughs> me too. Yep. So, um, wow. I think so it's we're you. off topic again. Yeah, I think it is you. Okay. Um, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, back to the movie. Uh, so yeah, um, I don't know. What, uh, so ba 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 ba. Um, another thing I didn't really like was like how they had to make situations happen just for there to be a problem. Um, and by that I mean the the uh, the the loudmouth uh, uh, sleazy friend uh, sneaking the the naked pictures of his girlfriend into uh, Tommy's pocket, yeah. Only for later Tommy to find them, of course. Uh, because there's this part where he's uh, has to provide a sperm sample, uh, but he can't he can do it at the. And you know what? I will tell you that the previous situation is where I was like, this movie is fucking trash. 
um, where he goes. So he has to provide a sperm sample in order to be tested. And he goes to the clinic and they, you know, the, the cheesy, uh, oh, here you go. We have all kinds of porn and, yep, you know, enjoy yep, yep, it. Yep. Have a fun time, you know? And then the, the, the woman is like, I'll be right outside. And he's like, are you going to be right outside? Like awkward, <laughs> awkward, awkward, awkward. And so then he sits down and he just presses play on whatever porn is in there. And, you know, it starts off and it's two girls. And mm-hmm. then it's like, I need to introduce you to my friend, Big Jim. And you look at this and you go, they're in a barn. Obviously, Jim is some kind of farm animal. <laughs> he turns around and it's a horse. I'm like, yep. And so then, and I just, this is where it gets dumb. Like, I'm okay with that joke. Fine. But then he's like, oh, oh, no, I have to turn it off. And he accidentally turns the volume up so high that the TV breaks and he can't figure out how to turn the TV off. Yeah. And now this guy's I'm like, get the hell out of here. This is not even. That's what I'm like, saying. Like they ma- they stupid. manufacture like problems that are not. I don't need anything to be realistic, but that's just not going to happen. Yeah. You unplug the TV. Like, no, just stop it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know like how I to said, use a remote. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, that was, you know, like they, they, they like to manufacture problems in this movie. So, yeah, that's one of them. So because of that, uh, they said he can do the sample at home, at but home. he's just got to get the thing to the clinic in 30 minutes. So he's at home and he's trying to, to jerk off. Um, and then like a wide range of things start happening from like, uh, Christians showing up at the door with a pamphlet about Jesus, to the pamphlet of Jesus staring at him while, now while he's I, jerking off. I kind of, I kind of found that funny. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of found that funny. Um, I knew where it was going. I knew that yes. was gonna happen, but I still kind of found that funny. Um, especially when he was doing his fantasy where he was trying to jerk off. Maybe go into his fantasy, um, where he imagines uh, Aubrey, um, uh, you know, trying to have a threesome with his wife and this other girl. Right. Um, and then G- and then that picture of Jesus just randomly sh- shows up in See, the fantasy. Honestly, I think that would have been funnier had he not looked over at the pamphlet twice already. Okay. I think that was a little bit more realistically funny than I'm going to keep looking over there where Jesus is in pamphlets staring but at then, me. Like, oh, God. But then he finds the pictures that the friend put into his pocket and he yep. he, he, he doesn't want to do it because, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's – for his faults, he's actually a good guy. He's not yeah. he's not a cheater or anything and he didn't want to he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to, you know, beat off to the pictures <laughs> to the pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh but he ends up taking them into the bathroom anyway. And then the dumbest thing I've ever seen happen in that the pictures blow off the counter and then they just seem to magically disappear. Yeah, impossible <laughs> to find. Because then he now okay this is this is one of those jokes I'm going to explain and it's not going to make sense and then if you go watch the movie it still doesn't make sense but it it kind of did at the same time he ends up jerking off to a picture of two watermelon or two melons two honeydew melons two honeydew melons or something on a magazine and he ends up jerking off to that I, that was actually kind of funny. That kind of was funny, but when you try to explain it, it sounds weird. Yeah, um, it's it's very weird. But something about like him just kind of looking over, and there's this like yeah. like Home and Gardens kind of magazine, and there are these two, two cantaloupes, cantaloupes in a particular like yeah. organization. And I was like, all right, I can see that you guys. That's clever. That was kind of that funny. That was clever. I'm like, I can work with that. So he rushes to get the the, the sample back to to the uh, clinic, and then he realizes the pictures of the girl who actually i don't think we explained is actually his ex-girlfriend 
Yes. We never did really explain that. That's his we ex-girlfriend. Uh, and the, the dude, the friend, is now dating her. Mm-hmm. Um, so he realizes that, and he calls the friend, and he's like, hey, you got to get to my house and get those pictures back before uh, Audrey gets home. Um, now, we get introduced to this character, and it ends up going nowhere of this guy who used to date Audrey. And he's this real, like, douchey, rich mm-hmm. guy who's... A blonde squirrel is how he's described. <laughs> who seems to still have a thing for her, even though he's, I think, married uh, and has a kid himself. But he's still got a thing for her. And I kept like, okay, they're introducing this guy. This is going to lead to a thing later on. Like, after, like, the third time we see him, it, he just disappears from the movie. Like, he never, like, it's like they set up a joke for him, and then they never finished it. Um, because there is a scene, and we're kind of jumping around, but fuck it. There is a scene where later, Audrey does find the pictures, because I don't know. she does. I don't know why both Tommy and the friend could not find the pictures. They're simply just there on the floor. <laughs> and apparently they've been there for like a week. <laughs> just well, they've been in the trash can. They fell in the trash but can. still, I mean, you, you, totally you, you look around and it's like, okay, it's not in the sink. You just look on the floor or down around the sink. You would see the trash can and you'd be like, oh, there's the pictures. It's like they go into the bathroom and just like, they're not in the sink. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Where could they have possibly gone in this tiny room? Like, oh, well, I guess we'll just move on with our lives until until Audrey needs to find them later on, um, which then causes, like, the big problem in Act 3 where she gets mad at him and leaves for, like, half an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so that's all – so that so that's all that's happening. So now they decide once and for all to, to – rob the sperm bank to get the last sample uh before it goes to that married couple mm-hmm. um and so then it becomes like a weird oceans 11 type thing where like everyone has a job or whatever and they bring in this guy named ron john who was part of the indian mafia which very well could be a thing i don't know i didn't want to google it <laughs> but uh and it's played by the the how say the Indian guy from the suit from Super Troopers and all those movies. Yeah, who's also <clears throat> the director of this movie. And he's a and director. A and he's a director. Yeah. And uh, I actually kind of enjoyed this character. He kind of made me laugh. I I really I, this was like the one performance I kind of enjoyed from this movie. Um, I you know it was yeah it's a stereotypical it's a one note yeah but it was kind of needed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's the straight man from all these ridiculous people. Yeah, and, not actually true because what's his face? Is, well, but, but he, well, yeah, but he, well, no, he provides a lot of interesting humor to it because he's he's this like kind of a gross guy, mm-hmm. and he's always sweaty, <laughs> and um. He knows how to like break into buildings. He has like, you know, he knows how to break into locks and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, um, but he also doesn't know how to plan for shit. Um, because he comes up with this very elaborate plan to like break into the sperm bank or whatever. And then it takes like Tommy or one of the other guys to be like, 
if you're a lock picker and an expert one at that, why can't you just pick the lock at the front door and then we just walk in? And then you can see, like, on his face, like, I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> that never occurred to me. Yeah, we yeah. should do that instead. Because <laughs> he had this whole plan of, like, you're going to you're gonna sneak in as a plumber. You're going to put this saw into the trash can. I'm going to come in through the roof and get the saw and then bust down the wall. And <laughs> It's this whole complicated silliness. And it's just like, but then, what? Yeah, but like I said, they're trying to stretch out a 25-minute story into an hour mm-hmm. and a half so mm-hmm. okay so then um uh so then the problem happens where she discovers you know the pictures and thinks he's cheating or he used those pictures to to jerk off she's like the most insecure person i've ever met i'm just gonna say this because there's oh. a few times in this movie she kept doing like oh you don't you don't think i'm good looking and i'm like you're fucking olivia munn god damn no No, so here's what's happened. And again, I go back to the audience. This is what the generalized douchebag frat guy thinks the girlfriend's reaction would be or the wife's reaction would be. Like, it's just sort of like, what are you even talking about? Like, people do not, after three friggin' years of marriage, like, it's, oh, they're hormonal and, oh, they're over-emotional. So it's always about, oh, you don't love me anymore. It's like, some douchebag thinking, oh, this is the way that fight would go. No. It's yeah. just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so because of this is where he gets the motivation to go ahead and um, do it. Now, the other kind of mildly offensive thing that happens is uh, Audrey wants to adopt instead of just having the, co- the child normally. Uh, because she meets one of her other friends who adopted a Chinese baby, and we heard in the trailer they named it ja- Jackie Chan. Jackie that frigging was, Chan. I'm like, <laughs> that was an odd joke. On. That was kind of an odd joke. <laughs> um, I'm like, you guys aren't even trying anymore. Like, not that you were trying before, but now it's really just lazy as fuck. Like, I just know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so. And you like this kind of comedy. So now. Like it's losing your attention, even so. There's a problem. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there was there was moments in the movie where I was kind of like, I'm not really into this. You just be, either be, between the acting, the terrible acting in the movie, mm-hmm. and some of the jokes just didn't land for me. Now some did, um, uh, like some of the ones that did were was the uh, you mentioned it to me, the Indian giver line that kind of did make me laugh. which is a terrible line but and so here's the explanation like yes it's 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 racially inappropriate but the reason it made me laugh is because it's clever because he's indian from india yeah instead of the whole native american indian thing which is what that crass reference is about yeah you know the indian giver person who takes back a gift that they give you you know Mm -hmm. that's that's offensive anyway but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what made me chuckle was the the fact that you know the pun (laughs) pun, yeah okay there's an intellectual joke here it's awful but it still caught me by surprise and made me chuckle, and now I'm a horrible person. And then the the like the other thing that you liked too was the TV where you, you yell, "Shut oh, the, the TV was fantastic!" Shut the, was shut the fuck part. up! And then it turns oh my off. god, that is the actual only funny thing in this whole thing. And then later on, and so here's else another thing that's funny. And I watch this and I have the thought, and I go, "He's not going to believe me because this isn't normal." You know how he they go to the house and he's always blaring Indian music? Yes, yes, yes. 
that's my house because my husband <clears throat> really likes Indian music and he plays uh-huh. it through the Alexa thing uh-huh. and it's always too loud. And I'm like, oh my God, it's my house. And then <laughs> I'm like, nobody's going to think this is real. This is real. And he like, we have a speaker light in the bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a Bluetooth thing. So you can like listen to music or he listens to podcasts and stuff while he showers. And sometimes he's listening to like Indian techno music and his nope. sound is floating through my house and well, what is happening? Um, but I loved later on when they came back to try and get the guy and he, they're knocking on the door, knocking on the door and he's not answering because the music is too damn loud and they yell <laughs> through the door, shut the fuck up. And the TV, <laughs> the TV turns stops. Off. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was my favorite. That I love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I mean, if I could stop Alexa from talking to me by shouting, shut the fuck up, that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the fucking lights. Shut the fuck up. I mean, that I thought was really good. So this leads us to the heist. We're now at the heist. Um, and oh. uh so they, talk they, about downhill in a plummet. Yeah, yeah. Then some very questionable things start happening. So they 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 break into the the thing. The guy can't open the can't open up the suitcase where his lock picks are. So he just there's a combination lock on it. So he throws just the suitcase through the door. <laughs> the door. And away we go. And then um, once inside, he's like, "Oh wait, I do remember the combination." <laughs> um. They split up to go look for the guy's last thing of sperm. Um, the the friend uh, goes into one where he he thinks he sees where it would be at, and he ends up like uh, breaking the shelf that it's on. So all these sperm samples come crashing down onto the floor, which then makes a mess on the floor. And then he's like sliding around on on the. On the samples, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm more laughing at your reaction. I mean, oh my god. I was just like, this is just, it's just, I can't. There aren't words for the level of just terrible. It was just gross. It was dumb. I'm like, this is just, it's not funny. But of course, some asshole somewhere thinks it's hilarious. I apologize now for calling you an asshole, my friend. But the idea is just... I realized as soon as I said that, I'm like, somebody's now going to be offended by me calling them an asshole. I apologize. This, eh, I just think fine. this kind of thing is not funny. It's just so bad. I don't know. Um, the uh, Ron John, he, he finds the stash of porn that they use, and he ends up taking that. And then Tommy, he finds his sample. Uh, and it's in a vial, and it's frozen, and... Um, he he manages to take it, and then they're about to leave when cops drive by, and uh, their getaway driver is this other friend. We haven't really talked much about him. He's kind of the dumbass. He's he's a stoner. He's not very bright. He says things kind of not right, um, and uh, he gets Pete's paranoid. So uh, instead of you know waiting for the them to come out, he just leaves them. Yeah. And so when they come out of the sperm bank with the with the sample, uh, he's not there. <clears throat> and then the cops show up. And so then a chase ensues where they're chasing uh, um, Tommy. And he's got the last sample. And then he realizes that the sample. Now, OK, I don't know anything about, you know, fertilization and 
sperm samples and whatever. But I don't know why it was so important that it had to stay frozen. Like if it's so it not frozen, it, so, if it's not well, frozen. Remember if if so from when he, um, when he was providing his sample. <laughs> remember the sample would only be viable for like half an hour until they froze it. So they're saying that if it thaws out, oh, they're going to lose the viability of it. I forgot. See, I forgot about that. Okay, that's okay. You're right. That's Leave right. it to me to pay attention to that kind of thing. I just well, I mean, I'm watching a dumb comedy. I shouldn't have to remember oh, something from 45 minutes ago. <laughs> I, I agree with you, and yet somehow there it is in my brain. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, because I don't think they even said that when yeah, that did. was ha- did they did. I don't remember that. That's at all. why she needed. That's why he needed <clears> to get there by half an hour. It had to do with the viability. But then um, Audrey uh, instantly forgives him, comes back to the house, realizes what he's... Well, she didn't instantly forgive him because she had come home. Well, yeah. And had calmed down. That's why I said instantly forgive him because she was pissed and she left. But Mm -hmm. then for her to come back, she had to have... Okay, maybe I instantly forgive him, but at least, yeah, I guess calm down. Mm -hmm. Um, But then she realizes what he was doing and then went to go after him. Right. Um, and so the cops are chasing him. He's got the vial. Uh, they he uh ends up trapped in some building. She shows up, and then the most confusing thing happens, where I guess they were in a building that has vials and things that look like sperm because they end up swapping the vials. Um, where they give her the actual sample, and then he comes out with like a fake no. sample. Yeah. No. No. Right. I thought last time when, I was I last when, time I was this confident, I was wrong. So I'm gonna be cautious. I I I thought it was when Ron John came running by. Yeah. He got it and passed it to her. I th- no because I th- okay I'm remembering a part where he did that. And then he crashed into the trash. Right. And then she pulls it out from, like, you know, her, yeah. uh, her coat or something. Because when he crashes, they can't find any vial. So I thought, oh, somehow there must have been a, a, a handoff that I wasn't paying attention to. I'm thinking what happened was because there's no way Ron John would have known to do that because they were both in the building and he was outside. So I think they made a fake vial somehow. That's where I'm questioning. I don't know what happened. And so he, so Tommy comes out holding out the vial. Ron John's like, I'll save your sample or whatever he says. He takes it out of Tommy's hands and then he crashes. Um, and then as they crash, uh, Audrey opens up like her coat or in her yeah, it's like cleavage or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> and pulls out the you, vial. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe she didn't pull it out of the cleavage. I don't know how true. that didn't happen. I'm That's thinking, true. really? That's where I would have had it pulled out from because, I mean, imagine our, our filmmakers already. But, yeah, that's an interesting point. But uh, so I think that's what happened. I don't think I, Ron, I take your word for it. I don't I, think Ron now, John, you know, yeah, he, he didn't by know. At this point, I was not paying close yeah, attention. I, yeah, there's no way he would have known that, you know, they that did that. So he thought that was the real thing. So, um Despite all this big talk from the cops, uh, he only got like community service, <laughs> which is My God. good, I guess. And then uh, they end up having triplets. 
uh, using his, his yeah, sperm. Yeah, that's see, that's a thing. The in vitro fertilization, you sometimes end up with multiples. And um, hey, Although, look, look at that. Realist, look, look uh, realistic stuff. Look at that. No, see, you know what, though? No, now that I think about it, it's, it's sort of not because only if they were doing like. I don't know how you do this with a donor. Is that what you do? Like you would have to. Imp- yeah, I guess you would. I don't know. I don't this have so bad. I don't, I don't have kids. Either. I don't have kids. Do I. I never I never yeah, went I through all I'm this. Right. I'm going to go with my gut on this. All right. Yeah, the whole in vitro yeah. fertilization. So what they would do is they would take his sperm. They would extract her eggs. And okay. I don't think they're well, literally going to do. This OK, but thing. all right. Well, OK, here's the thing, though. They stole, and then they reimplant the, but they, the but, embryos, and then this is the chance. Well, but of it. but think, well, well, but think about this though. They stole this sample. Yes. So, as far as everyone's concerned, like the cops, the lab, whatever, the sample's gone. Mm-hmm. So they can't very well go to the clinic with the sample. Right. Oh, that's true too. So I'm thinking what happened was. They did the turkey baster thing or whatever, um, and you know they did it themselves. I'm just gonna say that they they put the they put the they manually had to inject the sperm into her somehow. They didn't. Oddly enough, this movie showed restraint and didn't show that part. I <laughs> you think this movie would have? I thought. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought she was gonna put her legs in the air and he was gonna take that little test tube <laughs> and like. While yeah, they were in yeah. the little hut, yeah, 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 absolutely. I, was like, I, I fully expected that's what I really happen. thought we were gonna see it happen, but no, it just I'm it so just jumps. It, didn't. it just jumps ahead, and they already have they have triplets, and uh, then they start racing babies, and then the movie ends. Yep. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. It, it's it's weird for me because I like comedies, and I I admit I like dumb comedies. I. I like Dude Where's My Car. That is probably like the oh, dumbest. I love that movie. That is probably the dumbest comedy on the face <laughs> of the planet. And I love it. <laughs> and it's probably the most offensive dumb comedy. At least so one of them. So many things wrong with that movie, and but I can't help it. I that. enjoy it. Yeah. Yep. So you know. And this is my point. There's no logic for me liking that movie the way I do. Um. And this is you know, and I do enjoy you know, I enjoy Super Troopers. I enjoyed um. Uh, Club Dread. I enjoyed uh, the other movie, uh, Beer Fest. They also did the movie called Beer Fest. I actually kind of like that movie too. That's the uh, Artie Lang one, right? Uh, Was it Artie Lang in Beer Fest? Uh, I'm a Howard Stern fan, so. I th- oh Jesus, no! I don't want any Annapolis Beer Fest. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Stupid Google. You should know. What oh I'm no, he wasn't. Uh, wasn't he like Beer League? Maybe that That's might be I'm what you're thinking be. of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, beer fest was is, is the broken lizard guys, but they're they're in a beer drinking um, tournament mm. in Germany. Um, mm. Okay, anyway, um, Ooh, the guy from In the Mouth of Madness is in this. Oh. Uh, but anyway, I, my point is, I like stupid comedies. This one was a chore for me to sit through. Um, uh, not a total chore. I mean, there there were there were times where I kept looking at the time. And I'm like, oh my god, there's fucking 35 minutes left of this movie. What mm. the fuck? Uh, but then there were times where I laughed. You know, there were things that I I, I enjoyed. Uh, just the the acting was just very hard for me to, to get over. I couldn't believe how terrible everybody was outside of uh, the the 
the director guy, Jay, whatever his name is. I'm sorry. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be offensive, but I don't know how to say it. <laughs> it's it's a very hard last name to say. Uh, Chandra. Sh I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt it. Chandra Shekhar. I think that's how you say it. Chandra Shekhar. I have to back it up. Hang on. Let me give this a whirl. I got, I got to keep going back. Oh. Sandra Shekhar, I'd say. Yeah, Sandra Shekhar. So him. I enjoyed his performance. He was like the one legit performance out of this movie. Um, you know, like even the friend, the 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 fat guy. I'll say, I'll say the fat guy. Uh, even his his performance was a little shaky. Um, the, the stoner guy I thought was okay. I mean, he played a stoner. It's hard to fuck that up. Um but the the two leads, man, the guy and uh, Olivia Munn, like them two, I don't know what their deal was. Like yeah, if good. this was this was like they had an off time. They 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 had to rush this. I don't know what their problem was, but they they could not act their way out of a paper bag, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, very disappointing. I do show. not. Yeah, I do not. I can't recommend this as a comedy. I can't recommend this as a movie. Uh. To anyone out there who's easily offended, definitely do not watch this because <laughs> uh, you are going to have a heart attack like every five minutes. Um, yeah, I yeah, no, not 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 a good one, Jason Blum. Not a good one. Nope, nope. nope. <laughs> I don't know, man. You should you should have just stuck with the horror movies. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you felt like you had one comedy in you. I don't know, but. Uh, you know, and uh, I know maybe the maybe the uh, broken lizard guys couldn't get anybody to put up money for this. Yeah, maybe. Can't imagine why. Maybe, yeah. And it wasn't even. And this isn't even an official broken lizard movie. It just stars three of the five. Yep. And you know, it, and I don't think uh, I don't think they wrote it. I think I think someone else wrote it. It just happened to star three of the five broken lizard guys. It's um, a lot of crap. But yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts from you about it? No, no, I think we covered it. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, there you go. That's the Baby Makers from 2012. Uh, well, okay, like I said, this is the last episode of 2021. We're going to take a little break for the holidays. Uh, Lisa's got some extracurricular activity she's got going on in her life, so... Uh, we're going to take a break. Most most rabbit hole podcasts are going to be taking a break for the holidays. Uh, whatever's going to be on a break, this one's going to be on a break. Uh, you said Sibliss was going to take a break. Sibliss, so we have one more episode because we've already recorded it, but we're not going to be recording again until January. Okay, so that'll be on a break. Um, so there'll be a couple other shows coming out, but other than that, yeah, we're mainly going to take a, take the holidays off. So, But when we come back in January, sometime in January... We go back to the horror, if you Yay! will, and um, we go back to another franchise. Well, it wasn't really a franchise. Well, was there was a sequel. It sucked. Well, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves, Lisa. <laughs> I can actually watch this trailer too. New details today in the grisly murders of a local family found earlier this week. <clears throat> I didn't want to move here. We couldn't afford to live in the old house anymore. Plus, the new story I'm writing is here. Is the story a good one this time? I'm going to write the best book that anybody's ever read. I got a really good feeling about this. Dude. 
You gotta be kidding me. Finley hanging out. Barbecue 79. That's the family who lived here. You think these are serial murders? I don't know. First one I found dates back to the 60s. The only link between all these cases is the symbol. The symbol is associated with a pagan deity named Bagul. He consumes the souls of human children. lived in the images themselves and that they were gateways into his realm. Children exposed to the images were especially vulnerable to Bagul's abduction. Sweetheart, what are you doing? Painting. I wanted to paint her picture. Who are you talking about? Stephanie. She used to live here. Until then, I'm Jason Soto. I'm Lisa Leahy. And we'll see you between the scares. Copyright 2021 Rabbit Hole Podcast. Rabbit Hole Podcast.com.